Welcome to Sports, 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 a show around sports, sports culture, and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana. With me, as always, my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Mellow. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 12. We've made it to a dozen. I love it. How are we? Feel good. Yeah. I feel all right. Yeah. And, well, we may be sounding better than we've Sound ever like sounded butter. before. <laughs> That's right. That's if, right. If we got all the settings right. I feel professional. But, uh... Lots we, of knobs on this thing. Mm-hmm. We, we, uh, we are looking like a real studio here, thanks to a, a very generous donation we have. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and, and announce our, our ball boy of the week. And of the month, of the month well, of, the uh, of the year. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Old, uh, you know, sorry, timely sponsorship. Yes. Yeah. So we we received a very generous donation of three very nice uh, mics. They are RE three twenties. That uh, doesn't that mean a lot to most I people. I didn't know I'm what guessing. that was, yeah. but they sound great. Sounds awesome. Uh, um, and uh, they were donated to us by Scott Montgomery. And thanks, uh, Scott. Thank you very much, Scott. He's very generous. You should also check him out on SoundCloud. Uh, so Scott records under the name Jet Belly. Um, dope. And mm-hmm. uh, he's he's got a he's a bassist, right? He's, he's just a bassist, bass. but then he uh, he actually does it all. So um, writes and records um, under the name Jet Belly. So if you go to SoundCloud.com slash Jet Belly, all one word, you can you can check him out. So. Uh, Santa Monica, California. Uh, I believe he is now. I'm. I'm. What's his address? I am very bad with my <laughs> my LA geography. I I know that there's water and there's the Hollywood sign. Uh, That's that, probably that, Santa so Monica yeah. area. He he moved out Malibu. of Santa Monica, but I'm not gonna give his exact address. So um, we'll we'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> love it love it <laughs> but yeah thanks again scott and yeah. Uh, yeah man this is awesome yep and we probably got our settings all messed up but we'll we'll keep tweaking that so left channel yeah. right channel center channel yeah and the that, other interesting that, thing that took an hour and a half <laughs> yeah the other interesting thing with these mics they're very similar to uh the mics that tom york of radiohead records with so um, I'm going to let you guys decide, but for my segment, <laughs> that's well, pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah. That was yeah. Reed, by the way. Um, I'm going to let you guys decide which Radiohead album you want me to sing for oh, my segment. It's got to be Super Unknown. <laughs> Radiohead? <laughs> yeah, definitely Radiohead. Super Unknown? Defin- that's Soundgarden, man. Mm, I think you're mistaken. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Radiohead. I would pick... Um, versus okay, Vitology. Com- yeah, Vitology, and then... Um, Breakfast in America. Master of Puppets. Pretty great. <laughs> um, no, I would pick either OK Computer or... You know, I go old school with the bins. I actually wasn't Boy, paying attention because I was just waiting to drop that we're super unknown joke. Radiohead <laughs> albums, yes. Well, I'll just wait because I'm going to... I'll lay it on you. <laughs> OK, great. So... Anything else? Uh, yeah, so we also, uh, other big news. Man, we got a lot of really big news this week. Huge news. Um, we had, over the past week... We have some breaking a, news results, right? Yeah, so yesterday was election day in more ways than one, mm-hmm. and so we, dun, 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 dun. Uh, we actually uh, had, an, had a vote on our podcast mascot, 
on name the mascot. Name the mascot. Yeah. And uh, his name will be Kyle. I forgot to vote. I did too. Well, it's okay. Seriously? The yeah. guy I was going to vote for is in dead last. So. Okay. Well, wouldn't have made. Who okay. were you voting for? I was going to vote for uh, Balford. Steve so, Balford. Yeah, would so you, Steve, Rowdy, what would you have voted for? I, I voted for mine. So okay. I'll, I'll run through them here. A lot so of, the, I, I feel liked, like only Wolverines voted. I liked Balby Knight. That yeah, was the one. Balby Knight was strong. I liked Balby so, Knight. Yeah, those were strong. These are our four choices. We had Balby Knight, Steve Hardball, uh, Jim Hardball. Steve Hardball. No, it wasn't Steve Hardball. It was Steve Balford. Steve Balford. Steve Bar- yeah, Balford. sorry. Typo here. Balby Knight. Steve Balford, Jim Hardball, and LeVar Ball. So, in the in the results from our online voting, we had uh, tied at 4% of the vote, Steve Hardball and LeVar Ball. Mm. Sorry, I'm, guys. Okay. I'm okay with that. LeVar Ball would have been all right. Yeah. LiAngelo would have been more yeah. apropos more at this apropos. time. 28% Theft. of the vote mm. went to Balby Knight. Okay. Which means... A lot of Hoosier fans. Our mascot is... Jim Hardball. Jim Hardball. Jim Hardball, the new mascot of Sports Sports. That's totally right. who I voted for. Yeah, well, hey, Rowdy. Well, congratulations, Jim Hardball, and all those people who voted for Jim Hardball. Yeah, all you Wolverines that and are Jim yeah, Hardball, by the way, is, is, a, is a Democrat. So Captain Comeback. Yep, we. He okay. is a Democrat. Well, we flipped the sixth. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Rowdy. Hey. Have, hey, how about some sports? How about oh, it? Oh, yeah, how about it? Hey, I got this whole sheet of headlines here. Let me pull this out. <laughs> and that's our show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is a great headline. Whoever wrote this, number one, Astros win. I don't know, I don't know what to do with yeah, this. Well, I mean, it's kind of late in the game, but they won, and that was your team, right? right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Houston Astros. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wow. did predict that. How quickly? Yes. Yeah, from I, your walk-up songs. Yeah, from what just from the music. What we talked about goes in one ear and out the other. So yeah, that's why you're the perfect host. Yeah. yeah. So this, this actually, yeah, this was. I'm going to claim this as a big victory for me because a few episodes ago <laughs> that I just I, realized, I, yes. I, I, I predicted this World Series based on on walk-up he just found music. A po- he just found it like a whole bag of gold. He had yeah. hidden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Hey. And it and it worked out right. So it was Cubs and. No, no, it was no, no, no. I'm saying early on when it was four teams. Yeah, you had. We got that right. You got you got everything. You got right. every round, every right. round correct. Yeah. Man, yeah. I need to bet money on this next time. I yeah. know a site where you can do that. Yes, it's okay. in Costa Rica. Out of Costa Rica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys have any other thoughts on how awesome I did? <laughs> not no, not no. about that. But it was a great World Series. It was. Yeah. I was hoping it would end in six, and but George Springer won the. Uh, MVP. So he drove away in the truck, and that was what kind of truck? I, I missed. I that. think it was a Chevy. Z seventy one, probably. Yeah, souped up on them eighteens, uh, on them eighteens, triple gold them, D's with them chrome bars. Oh, you know that's right. Yeah, looking like Marty McFly, dude. Yeah, get it done. So yeah, it was a good series. Can't wait for next year. Baseball's over, Rowdy. Yeah, yeah I mean, you get three months off. Pitchers and catchers report February seventh, I think. <laughs> so just a few months off. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. So, what else we got? Number two, Roy Holiday dies oh, in a plane man. crash. This is a downer. Yeah, thanks. Sad. Yeah, let's let's bring things down here. Well, um, we just report the news. Two-time Cy Young Award winner, won it in the American League and the National League. Um, it's actually pretty sad. This is one of those times I, you know, you, sometimes you hear this news about athletes or celebrities, and I kind of shrug. But this one, I, I remember Roy Holiday pretty well. Remember his perfect game. 
Yeah. Um, him just being unhittable for a good, what, three to five years there in the late 2005. To, well, he won it in 2003. So like those seven years, he was just unbelievable. And then was part of that um, amazing um, Phillies um, lineup that was with Roy Oswald and Halliday and Cliff Lee. Um, so it was through a perfect game through a perfect game in 2010 on like 104 pitches. Sick. Crazy. Yeah. So one of 203 games, um, should be inducted. I, you know, he, if he's inducted into the hall of fame next year, um, he'll miss it obviously, but it's just missed being part of that. Oh, he's a lock on the hall of fame now. Don't you? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, with the perfect game, I think that helps. And, over 200 wins yeah. and two Cy Youngs. Never yeah. won a World Series, but yeah, I definitely remember him. It's one of those players that I, I remembered fondly and just thinking about, wow, that's crazy that at 40 passes away. And as soon as I heard the name, I just, the first thing I thought of was, he, he threw a perfect game. So. Stop flying your own planes. Well, it's, so the plane, the plane no he flew, though, yeah. so here's the deal. The Icon A4. It's Icon A5, A5, and I, yeah. I actually, like... It's a pretty um, cool-looking plane. You know, for... I was considering buying one. <laughs> um, All that pod money. Yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, the, the the ad revenue is just flowing in, but <laughs> the crazy thing with those planes, though, is, like... I'm wings, looking at I'm looking at wings the, fold back. Well, I'm looking at the cockpit here. Oh, it's one of those. The cockpit of this plane looks like the the Dude. cockpit of my Scion. Is that like the that thing looks like it's floating in a glacial lake. Yeah, they're they're uh sea you can you can get them as as seaplanes. Oh. Yeah, his was a seaplane, I'm pretty sure. I think so, I, yeah, they had a picture of it landing on a he was had a picture of him landing on a lake. But I mean the way they the way I mean the the way they promote promoted these planes it's essentially like oh if you can if you can drive a car you can fly this plane like so i i think part of the issue is a lot of people may not be taking i these planes as seriously as they should i thought i also read that like the chief engineer of this plane also died in a plane crash uh, there were Um, there were two two guys who worked for the company that they were um if i remember right they were flying along the coastline and they turn the plane in to to follow a, like a river inlet but they picked the wrong one and so the one that they picked basically had like a mountain or something that they crashed into, right into so yeah. Jeez. Um, but yeah so, so it is it is a real plane it's not a toy for you know all of our listeners with millions of dollars yeah. considering buying one um yeah. but anyway thoughts and prayers to the Halliday family love and light to the Halliday family you know yeah. that, he has two yeah. young kids yeah, yeah that's sad um, sad story but um hopefully future hall of famer hopefully so what else we all got all right number 3 college football upset saturday mm, oh yes we had, man saturday was awesome we had west virginia over iowa state 2016 we had michigan state over penn state 27-24 we had oklahoma over oklahoma state there doesn't need to be both of those 62 to 52 that game was disgusting they do not <laughs> play defense in the big 12 and then finally well, we had iowa over the poison nuts called it ring it up yeah ring it up poison nut fans you got beat down last week they did it, it was, was awesome it and was my brother-in-law may be listening so let's be nice sorry rowdy's brother-in-law but 
You got licked. <laughs> <laughs> so which one do you want to cover first, Reed? What do you, you what hot takes you got? I mean, Mild my hot takes. take is I called it. I knew that you going called to Indiana Iowa City. You called hey, Indiana State. You make over. a lot of predictions. You cast a wide net, man. <laughs> That's right. You cast a wide <laughs> yeah. net, son. Uh, Sixty games a week, dude. Get, get. Dude, I just I had a I had a hunch on this one. You're rolling up to Iowa City. They got something to prove. Where they at the time they were six and three, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's where top twenty five teams go to die. And yeah, I mean Iowa. they had yeah. and f- what was it? Opening play, pick six. Mm-hmm. Dude, man, threw four interceptions in that. I mean, JT Barrett. That yeah. was that for was, as good as he looked at the end of last game against right. in the Penn State game. Right. Went, I think it was eighteen for eighteen. Uh, oh, he as, was on for fire. As, as good as he looked then, he there he looked just as. I mean, he went into the Heisman conversation and just as fast out of plummeted, the Heisman. Yeah, plummeted. Yeah, I mean, they just got smacked up up in Iowa City, and that was awesome. Those boys came to play. I knew it was, uh, you know, kind of a trap game for them. And mm-hmm. uh, I just love to see those poison nuts tumble. They're mm-hmm. they're done. They're finished. They're out. Yeah, pretty Moving much. Moving on. And with that, they may have killed off the Big Ten with that loss, too. They may have killed their whole conference. Quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because Michigan State can still win the East. Right. Big Ten East. So, And, you know, I mean, they're just beating up on each other now, and it's not doing anything for Wisconsin's resume, even though they're still undefeated. Wisconsin, I, I like the Badgers this year. I think I read that Wisconsin's best win is Akron. No, Toledo, I think is what it is. Maction? Yeah, it's oh. like it's not a good. It's, yeah, it's not a good. No. Well, uh, they've still got a resume. few games to play. Yeah. Um, and they're gonna have to. The Northwestern probably game. Gonna have to see Michigan State if it plays. Well, out the Mich- way it looks. yeah. I mean, at this point, the East is kind of wide open. Right. Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State all have an opportunity yeah. to still win it. Uh, maybe not Penn State. I'll have to look back. And uh, love and light out to the Boilermakers who lost their quarterback this week. Oh no! Uh, I didn't I, see that. I actually heard, this shows you how much I follow Big Ten football. I was listening to it in my truck on the radio, <coughs> and they were just talking about how the quarterback's leg was obviously broken or something was seriously wrong. But they would not. It was like a three-minute segment where they would not say what team it was. So I'm driving around town, like yelling in my truck, <laughs> "What team is it?" You know, it's like, "What's going on?" So I had to get on the World Wide Web and figure that out. But Uh-oh. Purdue was on. Uh, Purdue's on the uptick. Our buddy that mm-hmm. that is a Boilermaker alum, he's uh, mm-hmm. he's pretty excited. I've talked to him a few times. He's pretty excited. Brahms a real deal coach about Heg- what the uh, Boilermakers have in store for the yeah. future. So. Looking, looking good. Yeah. What about those other games? Uh, Michigan State beat Penn State 27-24 after a three-hour rain delay. Right. Uh, that was a wild. That was a seven-hour seven game, yeah, I think, yeah. in elapsed time. The quarterback for um, for Michigan State, he's a sophomore, Brian Lewerke. He's actually pretty good. State's? 400 yards in that rain. He had 400 right. yards, two touchdowns. He's pretty solid. I mean, State's been down the last couple years. Last, but well, last I mean, year and this year. I mean, yeah. they were in the tournament the year before, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a little hiccup, but I think they'll get with it. Yeah. Sparty up. Yeah. Um, and then the Bedlam game was kind of ridiculous. That, I mean. I don't mind that they don't play defense. Not that I, I like seeing defense. What'd you call it? Bedlam. That's the game, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. That game is bedlam. That's what they call they it. Always they always call, call it that? Yeah, yeah. that's the name of it. What do that. they call it, Indiana versus Indiana State? They don't call that anything, but they call it the Old Oak and Bucket when Indiana plays Purdue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Rivalry games. Yeah. 
like the Iron Bowl coming up here in about three weeks. Write them down, over. Rowdy. Or the Jewel Chalalich. Shagalagalagali. Um, yeah, I don't mind them not playing defense. That's oh, it, I, as much as that, I, I, I like hate it. I like watching good defense. But what I'm saying is, when you have, I think that credit should be given to how good the offenses were. It's not just that the defenses were that bad, but those offenses are so good and they're hitting on all cylinders that it that's amazing to watch too. Dude, when it was you 1,400 yards of offense, the defense didn't take the field. No, no, and they're not like even, you said. It's just the second tier offense. It's just yeah, playing it's just defense. The, yeah, they just got to get some running in. They just yeah. put on the 40s and the 90s and get out there and yeah. think, oh, I'm supposed to block that guy, right? Mm, maybe. Right. But when we talk about you know uh, a game where uh, LSU plays Alabama and, it, and I know that they just played and it was 24-10, but it's you know 12 to nine. Nobody goes. They don't have any. They don't have any offense. The offense is stifling. Terrible. Yeah, everybody says stifling defense and how great the defense is, but no, nobody comes back on them and says, "Look how bad their look how bad their offensives are." So what I'm saying uh, I is, I get that Baker get Mayfield that. is an unbelievable talent, and Mason I mean, Rudolph he's for is seven an unbelievable years. talent. Yeah. And so when you have these guys, it's fun to watch them do what they do and go. Look, they're not going to score. Oklahoma is not going to score 62 against some of the better off or better defenses in the in college football but no it'd be awesome to but watch they might score 30 30 or 40 yeah and then they true. Go, yeah so it's just it just so happens that there's two bad defenses out there but we give i want to give credit to how amazing those offenses are they are but you know i've always said i love all sweeping statements so here comes a sweep oh statement. here we go uh if you put up 50 on somebody they got no d no they got no d no so or they're you're getting scored on in different ways be it defense That's or be true. it you you got know, it. Yeah, special but, teams. But if your defense is giving up a little 50, trickeration, a little throwing it to the uh, to the snapper there on yeah. a, on a fake punt. It was wild. I I enjoyed it. I watched that what's it called like uh, not the re- it's the red zone for college, college football. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Goal line. And it was just flipping back and forth and I swear I saw almost the whole Oklahoma Oklahoma State game because they scored every three minutes. Yeah, thirty eight, thirty eight and a half. Yeah. Love it. I mean, it's ridiculous. I got some gambling buddies and they were losing their minds because the spread and the over under was blown up by like ten minutes in the second quarter. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, I'm really sad I missed those games. No, you're not. You were at the Apple was, Orchard or something. No, I was at the Cat Cafe. <laughs> even better, what is the Cat Cafe? Better. Uh, so. There's a there's the, there is a cat cafe in Indianapolis and here's here's the deal. <laughs> it's here we go. Left side is a coffee shop. Feels uh-huh. like a normal coffee shop. My left or your left? My, I've already had trouble with that tonight. <laughs> yeah. My left. Left channel. Left channel. Uh, <laughs> the right side, I really do, we'll say the north side. It's the north side of the place is is a coffee shop. The south side is enclosed. They've got two doors so the cats can't escape. Um but you go, you get your drink, you put a lid on so you don't get hair in it, and mm-hmm. then you <laughs> go in, put some hand sanitizer on, read the, read the ground rules, and then you go in, and you drink your coffee while you're surrounded by, like, 20 cats. That's it? That's it! <laughs> you have an hour. Wait. So you can make of that hour. Whoa, it's what, do, you have to, do you have to it's pay time. to get into that there half are, of the cafe? There are shifts. You have to reserve a How spot. How many cats are we talking? Like, 20 it really is it's like 20 I, like I looked through their names there was caesar there was and... sassy uh yeah wait got, there was a sassy cat there was a sassy cat and 
<laughs> this is this an indie? Yeah, this is it's an, an indie. It's in this Fountain, is in the Fountain Square. Square neighborhood. Yeah, and oh my uh, so, so my daughter loves cats, and we don't have cats because we are Heather and you're my reasonable wife and I people. Are both well, and we both have. I have a kind of mild allergy. She hers is so you slightly, really enjoyed your time at the cat cafe. You know, it didn't really phase me. Do you have to too say much. that you have a mild allergy because at some point your kids may listen to well, this? Well, here's the deal. When we <laughs> yeah, went, that's what I when, thought. When, when, when we went, I said that, and and the barista said, "Oh, well, you're in luck because we have two hypoallergenic Turkish blah 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 cats." Do they also can, like, so great, can you, bring them out here? Can you get a Turkish coffee and only hang with the Turkish cats? Yeah, that's could, a different yeah. room. You yeah. could. If you got to get a bathrobe on. If they want to hang with you, because everybody if, looks like John Turturro. Yeah. If the cats are underneath <laughs> furniture or if they're yeah. in their little uh, enclosures, then you, you, you're not supposed to reach in. That's part of the ground rules. You don't reach under and grab a cat. You don't. <laughs> You I don't think rub the president the cats. could. You yeah. don't rub the cat. I'd like to see Trump walk up in this joint. <laughs> you don't rub yeah. the cat's belly. Um, that's about it. One of the cats. Just, why don't you rub the cat's belly? I thought they liked that. It's just, they said even just grab the cat I, I by the cat. I don't know. I have no idea why. Uh, one of the cats while we were there ate a um, ate a muffin like wrapper. a Danish, like a just just ate a Danish. Like yeah, a do scone. you go in there with like? Oh yeah. What are those things no, like, the thing. bisco- like biscottis so or whatever and offer them to the cats? One of the women who was there when, we're when, way off when we were in there. <laughs> we really are. I was just sitting here thinking that. <laughs> she brought in a muffin, ate the muffin and had the little like muffin wrapper sitting on the table. Took a work phone call and then she looks back and the muffin wrapper's gone. Can I So have... that muffin wrapper is in one of 20 cats. So I want to go back just real quickly to f- not not, just, not to sports. No. Um you have to you have to Reserve. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Each of these time slots were booked. Like when we were. So they have a How little. Early? They have a little bar. We got there at ten a.m. and they have a bar lined up along the side with with windows facing into the cat enclosure. And as we were in there, people started coming in for the next crew. And then it was like, all right, guys, you've got five minutes left. And then and then we were out. Do of you there have to pay to get in. into the cat yeah, room? Five bucks per person to get into the cat room. Yeah. Why don't you just take her to the um. Humane Society. Why don't you just buy uh, a cat? No, yeah. the Humane Society is sad. This place is not not as sad as the. You Humane can bring society. coffee into the Humane Society, though. You got a you uh, got a coffee pot at home, Rowdy? I do. I actually drank coffee before I went. Because <laughs> you're like, well, I'm spending five dollars yeah. to go in a room yeah, full of cats. Right. I'm not well, paying exactly. three dollars well, for a cup of coffee. And oh. when I'm in a room with cats, <laughs> I never know what to do with my hands, so I wanted to have a cup to hold. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so we're clear. You, you, your future in politics is over. If you're around cats, you don't know what to do with your hands. You're through. I'm gonna say it right now. I never know what to do with my hands. So anyway, I, I bought two no, cups so, of coffee. So we're and we're the ones who are ridiculous for spending our Saturdays watching sports. Right, and you're the ones. You and you're out. taking your hey, your girl. All I gotta to say is it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday night. You guys better reserve your spot now. Now, if you want, yeah, if you want a spot now. this weekend. Okay. Wow. All right, headline number four, Jim Ursay, mm-hmm. who is the uh, GM of the Colts, right? No, no he's the owner, owner of the Colts. He owns the Colts. Says, it's all in his head, in reference to Andrew Luck's health. Yeah, yeah this I thought was, it was all in his shoulder or something. Well, that's what everybody said. Yeah. This was something I just happened to catch uh, watching the Dan Patrick show, and they do, when they go to commercial break, they have these live look-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, where they're off the air, but they're still on. Hey, quit, quit pimping another show. They're til- still on the uh, television. 
like they it's a radio show, but they have these live look-ins during the commercial for TV. And he had Tony Dungy on, and they're just sitting there talking. Former head coach of yeah. the Colts, Rowdy. And Dungy is just saying, yeah, he said, I heard from so-and-so that Ursay said uh, it's just all in his head. Hmm. And so this is the same Jim Ursay as I think we've talked about before when we were talking about Bobby Mathis that got 30,000 pills arrested and... with like 40K in cash and like a thousand a, thousands pills. of pills yeah. in uh, Carmel yeah. uh, a year like, or two ago. Well, this was, this was Dungy's exact quote. He said, I don't know what's going on in there. Jim Ursay made a comment to me about six weeks ago. It's inside his head now. And Dan Patrick says, wait, it's inside Luck's head? And Dungy said, yeah. Don't, he don't said, think that's right. He said that <laughs> when, when I was out in Indy for Peyton's ceremony, Patrick was stunned. He said, wow, I really wonder if Luck's future is in Indianapolis. I really do. And Dungy didn't respond initially. And then when Patrick brought up the fact that Ursay expected Luck back at the start of the season, Dungy replied, they obviously believed it because they did nothing to prepare him for not being there. Well, that's, I mean, it, yeah. it's clear that the Colts are quickly becoming, ha, or their ownership is quickly becoming on par with the Cleveland Browns. And maybe the, maybe the Raiders, where they're just completely out of touch. They've owned the team for so long that it's just... Browns are an expansion team. Their day-to-day... Yeah, but their ownership is terrible. Well, that's true. Yeah. They've had 20 what uh, I showed you that video. They've had yeah, 26 20 quarterbacks since 1999 or something yeah. like that, you know when what I mean? Came back. Yeah. It's just like Urs, Jim Ursay is out of touch. Uh he needs to hand it over to his daughter and let her I wonder if let he her do just something. didn't ever get any message back from like the medical staff that said it may not be the beginning of the season. He just believed it. But, dude, you're the owner. You should be able to get an answer to any question you have. But you're also the owner, and you're going to hear whatever answer you want to hear. Well, that's and, true. You know, they could tell them. Especially it's depending gonna be longer on how than... many pills you've swallowed Exactly, that day. exactly. When did you catch him? 9 right. a.m.? Oh, he's gone. Right, yeah. He's checked out for he the day. He already had his handful. <laughs> that's right. Breakfast of champions. These are my multivitamins. Right. Mm, mm. Bitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently he's been like touting this for a while. He's he's made a couple comments like this before. That's all the four inches in between your ears kind of thing. That, right. That's where it's at. But I mean, I don't know Andrew Luck from anybody, but he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to get some kind of like mental block. Yeah. With the offensive line he's had over the past four or five seasons. No. Dude man's hurt. They knew it. And this is all just a bunch of... And no matter what I think, I'm with you, I think no matter what Ursay had been told, he just kept hearing he'll be back for the start of the season. Yeah, he just uh, wants... That's all, what I think I heard. he wants to do is win. Yeah, so... I'll check with Andy at Book Club this week. All right, great. Andy yeah, book he, does have, he a, does have a book club. On NPR. I mm-hmm. listen to his show on yeah. NPR. He's not bad. No, well, well. Yeah. Merman. Oh, man, dude. Well. <laughs> All right. Also headline number four, college football playoff rankings one through five remain the same. Yep. I have nothing to add to that. Yeah, we. I don't think either one of us do either. Mm-mm. It's just no big surprise. I thought Bama might jump Georgia this week. Of course you did. Just because I'm a homer and also they beat their uh, ranked they got opponent. LSU. Yeah. They, they played a quality team, but I think a lot of people are wincing at the fact that Alabama's had some linebackers and some defensive injuries pile yeah. up on them here. Um, so we'll see. Bama's got Mississippi State uh, this week, and Georgia has Auburn this week. So mm-hmm. it's at Auburn. This so, is this. Yeah. Is, oh, it, it's at uh, Jordan Hare this week. Mm-hmm. Huh? It's at Jordan so, Hare. So uh, War that's, Eagle. That's going right, to balance Rowdy? it out. 
we're, yeah. we're going to figure out <laughs> <laughs> mid drink. We're going to figure out what's really going on. I, if, uh, if it shakes out and Auburn comes up and gets them, I mean, it's an automatic bam. It's going to, I mean, George is going to tumble, but, um, we'll see. I, I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother me. No, I it's early. You're it's... giving Saban, like big city Adam said the other day, you're giving Saban and, uh, you know, uh, confidence boost and something to complain about that he usually doesn't complain about and that's disrespect right so, right i mean you're just fueling yeah. the fire on yep. that one yep. so what else we got rowdy now speaking of my war eagles uh auburn suspends two players tied to the fbi investigation now we're switching to basketball here basketball, right? yes. basketball. Well, basketball. are they still the war eagles they they're, yes they're, they're the still, tigers they, they're still the tigers they're still war eagling war eagle yes so Yep. So My Chuck, comment stands. Chuck Person, the assistant coach, he was uh, first cited in the um, in that initial FBI brief. So he he's been indicted now, and now they've player one and player two in that um, initial FBI indictment, or is that what you call it? Filing, whatever they came out with. Those two players have now been charges. Charges, yeah, have been named and. Um, they've been um, uh, suspended for we don't know how long. So it's Austin Wiley and Daniel Purifoy, and they've been suspended indefinitely. Purifoy. Yeah, so it's pretty big no- news. Uh, Brian Bowen from Louisville has been cleared at this point, so he's going to start playing. But this is, I think, just this is the first of many, 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 many dominoes to fall in this thing. Um, we still haven't heard anything out of Arizona, anything out of USC. Um, so there's those there's, are both top ten schools. Yeah. So there's still a lot that that has to come out. Yeah. But it's pretty big news. These guys are losing. Oh, and the uh, kid from Alabama, uh, Colin. What's his name? I just blanked on his name. Uh, he was a top five or a, a five star recruit. And he's suspended indefinitely. Too. Avery Johnson locked him up, huh? Yeah, and he's he's suspended now too. Okay. So, yeah, keep an eye out for this. It's really it's going there to be going to be some teams it's tumble gonna, this year. It's going to change some things pretty quickly because for sure. what's going to happen is if if these guys aren't clear before the season starts, they're going to be held out because if at any point something does come down and they did take impermissible benefits, then you're going to have to vacate those wins. And right. so the whole season's gone at that point. So the coaches are going to hold him out. I know that the guy, Trier, I think is Alonzo Trier from Arizona, he has an injury right now. So he might be, uh, he's not even going to start the season. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, he's supposed to miss the first couple of games once he's able to come back. If they say, uh, injury's taking longer. If they come out and say, uh, you know, he, he took benefits and we're going to hold him out for longer or he hasn't been cleared to play. So a lot, lot still to clear up. And, um, you know, season starts on Monday. So we'll see. All right. Well, what are you doing over let's there, Let's close Robbie? out headlines. I was starting to draw a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> let's close out headlines with some hyper-local news. Hyper-local news. Here we go, everybody. We're going to talk about the Anderson University Fighting Ravens. Snoop, what did they do over there? Protect the roost. That's right. You got it. Uh, we had an away game this week's folk, This week, folks. Uh, the Anderson University Ravens uh, traveled south to Franklin College. In Franklin, Indiana? <laughs> In Franklin, Indiana. So that's and like about eight, uh, 68 miles south of yeah, where I we mean, are now? Just, just, a, just a hair above uh, Bloomington. Gotcha. And um, well, Franklin got destroyed Bears. 
Lions. Bears. Bears. They are the Bears. Yeah. Okay. They are yeah. the Bears. I remember uh, that from last week. Yeah, guess. A, uh, AU put up 17 points. Hey. Wasn't quite enough for the 63 points that Franklin <laughs> College put up. So, Quadrupled um, up, basically. For some reason, I, I can't find my sheet where I had like the player stat breakdown. I guess it didn't print out, but I'm pretty sure AU fielded four quarterbacks. And they had four <laughs> interceptions. I think one quarterback had three, one had one. Oh, is it uh, normal okay. for a team to have four quarterbacks? No. Uh, not that actually see the field in one game. Yeah. Okay. Know, but, you know, you know. If they're on the stat sheet, they, they got some, pl- some playing time. And no, that's abnormal. That is very abnormal. So overall, uh, AU rises to a record of one and eight overall, one and six within the conference to the Franklin uh, College Bears that are seven and two and seven and zero oh in the conference. Oh, well, so go get them, Bears! I think uh, that's what nine games. I think maybe they have one more game this season, maybe two. Let's hope they only have um, one more, guys. So guys need a break. This is uh, oh, uh, it is interesting might, that I printed off this sheet that somehow gives me these kind of interesting stats. So, anybody got a uh, guess on the attendance of this game? Oh man, eleven hundred eighty. I have no Rowdy. idea. I have no idea. Take the over, Snoop. Seventeen hundred twenty-six. <laughs> this was packed to the brim. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hey, go Bears! Real awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Real awesome. Well, but, congrats to the Bears. Yeah. Way to uh, go. You beat the worst team in your conference. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> Possibly the worst team in Indiana. Right. Yeah. All yeah. right. 11-11, they go to Manchester. So. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Manchester College is next. So mm-hmm. we'll have an update for you on that next week. Yep. Okay. Uh, last week where he was talking about the subjectivity and the objectivity of sports, mm. um, I decided to talk about the catapult system that is used in uh, major uh, collegiate sports and also professional sports. Uh, that is kind of a, a diagnostic system as well as a tracking system for players' uh, mm, exertion rates, for yeah, players' it's speed. Like it's, IOT. It's basically like that thing you see where insurance companies want you to plug that thing in your car so they right. can track how you drive. Where do they wear? Do the players all wear all these right, things? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna. This is an Australian company, okay, mm-hmm, called Catapult. Okay, and this is a little device. It's 3.8 inches. It's about okay. the size of a beeper. If you remember beepers, did you guys have a beeper? I had a beeper. Back oh, yeah, in the remember day. when no. we were kids? Yeah, we had codes we had and codes everything. That this we was would like pre-alpha numeric beepers. It's wow. just like. You did like a nine one one and like an eight oh eight, and that meant go to the Waffle House. Or, you guys yeah, were like you know, the whatever. Stranger Things kids. I mean, that it does take yeah. place in Indiana. Yeah, we were fighting demigorgons like every Tuesday, right? At yeah. the Waffle House, right? At the Waffle House. Anyway, this is a GPS system mm-hmm. that runs off of Russian satellites. Ooh, yeah. So the Australians and the and the Ruskies are working together on this, but. What it does, and, and I'm going to focus on what it does because, uh, for Alabama because Alabama mm. uses this system. But it Alabama uses it to uh, monitor and record. They're not the only ones. No, there yeah. are 44, I think, college teams. And 
a lot of pro teams, both in football and in other sports, that use this device. So I didn't realize this, but I was watching a video the other day, a YouTube video of Bama coming out of the tunnel. And so when it's darker, you can see like a little green light blinking right under their name. And so they have this little beeper device in a little pocket on their shoulder pads Mm. that they wear in practice and during the game. And so they have a computer on the sideline that's recording all this data. So Alabama records five different categories of statistics in their catapult system. So one is an odometer. Sure. So that's how far a player runs per day. Two is uh, maximum velocity, mm-hmm. how fast a player runs. They, they uh, record explosiveness, which mm. is any given direction moving four or more yards in a second or less. That's the parameters on explosiveness. Speed yards, so yards a player runs over 12 miles per hour. And then player load, they can, they can record and analyze the uh, amount of a player's exertion. So in this system, there's like a, a thousand data points uh, per second that can be recorded, and it tracks hundreds of different variables and uses these complex algorithms. It has a gyroscope. It has an accelerometer. Mm-hmm. It has a magnetometer in it. They could just put an iPhone in their back. Pretty much, yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. I mean, they're wearing this vest. It's an it's an amazing. It is. It's amazing, amazing thing. Product. So how Bama uses it is they take four baseline recordings throughout the the football year so they take a baseline recording in january which is after the season Mm -hmm. they take another one in april when spring ball starts they take another one in june during summer camp and then they take one in august right before the season starts and so they get these baseline figures so they can figure out your average speed usually your average exertion or burst how you know how much you're running how much you're exerting and so they use this as a baseline mm. and so the whole point of how Alabama uses it is they're interested in preventing injury so they can tell if the offensive guard or the running back is slower this day so are, are they tweaked in a certain area they can tell left right if you're compensating on one side hmm. or another. And they have had unbelievable results in terms of not only preventing injury, because there haven't been a whole ton of injuries uh, over the last several years for Alabama, especially season-ending injuries. When you think about it, Alabama plays has in the past three years has played 15 games a year when most teams play what snoop between 12, maybe 13 if they go to a bowl, 14 if they go to a uh, conference championship, yep. but Bama's playing, you know, 14, 15 games a year. So they've had actually this guy, wide receiver for Alabama a couple of years ago, Ken Sims, five-yard recruit, or five-star recruit. He had an ACL, LCL tear that's usually a 12-month recovery period. He was back on the field in five months. Hmm. Eddie Jackson, their defensive back, who we talked about a couple of weeks ago, I I think we talked about it on the pod, where he was the first rookie to ever score two touchdowns, defensive touchdowns in a game in the NFL. He plays for the Bears now. He had an ACL tear. He was back in five months. And then Kenyon Drake, I remember this game a couple years ago, where he broke his ankle and dislocated his ankle versus Ole Miss. I mean, he was screaming on the field, and his ankle was turned the 
in entirely the wrong way. So he had a broken, dislocated ankle in October of 2014, and he played the entire 2015 season. So I'm interested to get your take on this, Rowdy, that these are objective measurables that they can use now for football players in terms of their speed, in terms of their explosiveness, in terms of their uh, the player load, in terms of their max velocity, all these things. So is this kind of what you're talking about when we were talking about baseball last week and how you know they can compute it, they can make it objective, mm-hmm. they can analyze what's going on. I figure you'd be all about this catapult yeah. system. So my opinion is <laughs> good. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it is no, good. I, th- I, think that's, I think that's cool. I think, uh, you know, the other, I mean, first of all, that kind of that kind of data beyond just training, I think it, it will be interesting to see if something like that gets adopted by every team. Right. You know, it's down- fairly costly. I think Alabama has about uh fifty there are fifty five universities that okay. use it, I guess, right now. Alabama has forty four devices and it's it's south of a million dollars, but it's several wow. hundred thousand dollars. I mean for as far as the NFL devices. the NFL already uses a, a competing product called Zebra Technologies, which tracks movement of right. players. That's uh, how in, Adrian in game, Peterson in game Adrian Peterson recovered so quickly from his knee injury. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a 12 they, months injury. He's back in five, six months. Yeah, they use a couple different things, but yeah, that's so one I, of them is zebra. I think where it's going to get interesting, and this will probably happen, and we talked about this after the, the show last week, is when you, when you take this technology and you extrapolate it out like, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, to the point where every bit of clothing that these players are wearing is smart fabric and it's wired up i mm-hmm. mean if we're looking at like oh was his was his hand over the goal line well we can we can tell to the well it's hand over the goal line before his knee touches we're gonna well, be able whatever. to whatever but like, we're gonna be t- to your point we're gonna be t- able yeah, to tell we'll, immediately we'll because we'll know like there will be a line you have a knee sensor you have an elbow sensor. yeah and, you'll, and you'll yeah. yeah or or you were you guys were talking about in um i don't know what do you call it tugging in games where you're pulling on the person's holding, I don't know where you're pulling on their shirt, yes, tugging. Yeah, um, we got a five year tug penalty. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all quit tugging over hey, there. Hey, quit tugging each other and put yeah. the ball down. Play right, man. Quit tugging me. So <laughs> <laughs> y- y'all is cheating. Yeah. You tugging. I don't know what to do with my hands, so I'm just gonna start tugging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So when these guys are tugging, you'll be able to know with this smart fiber, you know, well, did they actually? You because, should, well, invent, we'll, we'll, you we'll should invent this smart fiber. Yeah. what? You're wasting your time making I, a podcast. You I, tell <laughs> Scott, thanks for the mics. I'm moving on to, to invent I'm, smart but, fibers. Yeah. We, yeah. Moving on to smart, smart fibers. But no, hey, like you this. know what? I, name of the smart fiber? Tug. Yeah. That's... But they'll be able to tell Smart the tugs. the elasticity Smart. and everything. So so all I of tug. these all of these things <laughs> will be measurable, and so I think that's where it's going to get interesting when it moves beyond just like teams tracking their own players in, in practice and teams tracking their own players in games and and yeah. seeing like yeah both from a from a injury standpoint but also and also performance standpoint to where we are actually the the. The final call of a game comes down to the game itself. You're basically um, playing on a physical field, but also a virtual field, 
and everything is being tracked in that way as well. Yeah, yeah. and then where you, you can, can watch see the, the Tron version. Or oh, how yeah, about this? How about this? Version. If we if we have these smart fibers and we have all these players tracked, what if you could go in and you get the you get the raw data and you can say you, you minority report them. I want to I want to make this this I've football never game. That movie. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make this. It's gonna be Velociraptors versus a team of of Winston Churchills. I don't know. That could, like that would whatever be a- whatever you want. And you, they upload the 3D model and then and then they motion track to those mm-hmm. characters and you can see whatever game you want to see. Or, I mean, that's a possibility. I guess this got weird. Yeah, it's not quite. Or like the mascots, like if it's well, that uh, lions that might versus be cool. tigers or whatever Packers. lions versus colts. You've got actual lions versus act. Like you could make yeah. make the game that lions you want to see. Mm-hmm. For Maybe. sure, everything oh, wins yeah, well, against they would, the Colts yeah. this year. Well, they've got the goat, Matty Stafford. Yeah, but well, what I thought was cool about this is that they so Coach Saban gets a report every week or or every week for the game, and then after practice, so they they have this spreadsheet where green is normal, yellow is high risk, uh, higher risk of injury, mm-hmm. and then red is extreme risk of injury. But what I think is interesting, too, is it can kind of work in the reverse in that you can tell that, hey, man, 92 is 30% under his, you know, maximum velocity and player load. So he's slacking today. He's or, slacking or he's injured. And or he's, he's not, injured. And he's not telling and us about it. And he's not telling you, right? Gotcha. So these ACL injuries, as I was researching this, they talked about how the number one test for an ACL injury was the one-legged hop on your injured leg. Hmm. And then you, the doctor watched whether you grimace or how high you could hop or all this. And that was the data that they had to determine their diagnosis of whether you hmm. were ready to go or not. But now they can tell which foot you're putting more pressure on, which side you're favoring versus the other. They can tell, look, this guy is back to his maximum speed or back to his maximum explosiveness or all this. And, mm. and, and uh, it brings a lot of ethical questions it. into the, into the mix for me. Um, Cause this is oh, one of my interests on. is who owns the data and what right. right do you have to that? Well, we know the college. The fans don't the, know the, the college. Well, even if the college owns it, what uh, responsibility do they have to divulge it then to potential employers down well, the road? Yeah. Does the, that come along with you when you go to, come here to Indy and go to the combine? Right. Just like or, what we see, what we're finding now, or what what the future looks like, I should say, is what we have these social networks, and when we make a tweet in two thousand and four then it may come up 13 years later when we're trying to get a job or we're, I don't know, running for office or whatever happens. Or <laughs> yeah, trying to make a po- office. Well, Actually, We're not running for well, office, yeah. that's for sure. Reed no. is going to be mayor of Anderson <laughs> yeah. so by 2030. As we're collecting this data, when some people are just giving the rights to this away. We're just signing it away when we say, I agree because I want my new iTunes. Um, right. So... We're creating this profile of ourselves, or these athletes are, and then it it, the, it begs the question: what uh, what responsibilities do people have to then divulge that? Because if you have the information, and then you're going to go out like a resume, right? If you're withholding something from a resume, or you're not, or your former employer is withholding something from a current a future employer, you know what are what are the ethically what what do people have to do there so i don't know it just opens up a lot of questions like in the nfl the players association signed an agreement with this company whoop which is like a tr- a tracker you wear on your 
Like that, yeah. That's how it's pronounced. <laughs> That's yeah. the sound of the police. <laughs> um, that you wear, what are those things called? Like a Fitbit. Yeah. But they're like, like 500. Like ankle bracelet. Like yeah. a 500, yeah. House Same arrest. thing Manafort has. Manafort has it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to say, all you got to do to get into the to the Trump White House is put Model UN on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> so the they wear the, and it's with the Players Association, not with the NFL. So the players are wearing these and they're collecting the data the players association is and then they're giving it to the players to then use that with their own physicians to figure out how they want to recover and everything else. So, yeah. But do they have a responsibility to the gang then give that to the NFL to the team? Right. Here's the thought. We don't post this podcast. Okay. And we turn our conversation into a spec script for Black Mirror starring cats. Sassy cat. Whoever. I think Tom Hanks would be great in this. As you. As the, as, as the, as the conflicted football coach uh, pondering what to do with all this data he's collecting from his players. What is Black Mirror? Oh, you don't know Black Mirror? Uh-uh. It's like a it's basically millennial like, uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh, it's, tw- it's Twilight Zone. I never watched Twilight Zone. So. In the iPhone age. Mm. You know, because we're all right, in the Moving future. on, Snoop, what do you got? <laughs> I got two things. I'm going to go quickly through both, I think. Um, One is uh, college basketball kind of kicks off on Monday with the Champions Classic. We've got uh, Duke versus Michigan State, so one versus a two, and Kentucky versus Kansas, Hmm. a four versus a five. They're taking place in Chicago. Three blue teams, one green team. Yep, I was going to point that out. Exactly. Three blue teams, one green team. So uh, it's... Pretty exciting way to kick off the season. Um, first game, we've got uh, Miles Bridges, uh, who's the preseason uh, player of the year for Michigan State. And then on the other, si- other side, you've got uh, Grayson Allen, Ma- yeah. Marvin Bagley. The tripper. The tripper, yeah. <laughs> so one versus two should, should start off uh, with a bang. I'm excited to see what happens. It I don't it's think it's hoop season. It's hoops. It's starting yeah, to be hoop season. It is. I'm kind of feeling it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, I. What's know, it feel like? <laughs> feels good. Feels like Turkish cats. Feels feels just right. Um. So, what I'm looking to see is uh, if Duke has any. They definitely have the offense. Do they have any defense? And they've got a ton of young young folk. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how those uh, if Grace and Allen. Can can bring those young folk together. Do you know Shashevsky says he doesn't paint his hair? You believe that? No, not for a second. No, no way. Dude's like seventy. How do no. you? Got all kinds isn't of his name actually like Krasuski? I don't know. No, it's, but he says he doesn't paint his hair, and I don't believe him for a second. But it's Coach K, right? Yeah. yeah. Let me see. You gonna look Coach up? Does Mike Coach K Kri- paint his hair? Krasuski. Shashevsky. No. <laughs> yeah. What other matchups you looking at? Uh, Kansas, uh, the Kansas Kentucky game. We all know Kentucky reloads every year. They're talking about doing the platooning Platoons again. again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Get then that hammered out. Kansas is Devonte Graham back. So what do you mean by platoons? So what was it, a couple years ago? Two three years ago, they would basically have the blue team and the white team. So they would they would sub Substitute in five, five at a time. time. Oh. Look like a hockey game. So they would just just the bench unloads and everybody runs on trade the court. lines. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. 
They didn't um, sub in and out individual players. They subbed when they sub. They subbed the whole team. That's cool. Yeah. So it should give good. us a pretty good feel for. Uh, the, I mean, we we could be looking at a matchup right now, beginning of the season on Monday. That says that these are the top four. These are well, the, that, all the number one seeds in the tournament come March. Those, yeah, those two matchups you just talked about could easily be the final four. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yeah, if it breaks depending right. on seeding, if it and breaks all that, right, you know, by how they you know. how they break it down. But yeah. yeah, these are top. All four of them are top twenty BPI rated, which is kind of ESPN's fancy uh, statistics. Um, so that is what I'm looking for. Looking for college basketball to finally kick off. And then the other thing, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, uh, Notre Dame is playing Miami. This weekend, yes, uh, three versus uh, what are they now? Six, seven. seven, three versus seven. Big game in Miami, Hard Rock Cafe Stadium Arena Field. I think I got that right. Pitch, pitch. Yeah. Yes, this uh, is do or die. Whoever wins this game we're controls the... their own destiny. Whoever loses this game, probably out. Which is part. Yeah, we're in that part of the season. Yeah. You know, if either one of these teams loses, it's probably over for them. I could see Miami. If they won the ACC, if they beat Clemson in the ACC championship, right. they might be able to sneak in. I doubt it with the way the Big 12's breaking. But Notre Dame, yeah, this is really it for them. They have to win out. There's no, there's yeah. never been a two-loss team. No conference team. championship. And there's never been a two-loss team in the, in the, the playoffs. Right. I mean, we've only had it three years, but there's never been a two-loss hey, team. So. It depends on how it falls, because Georgia and Alabama, one of those teams is going to lose. Yep. Because they match up here in about well, four weeks. We don't know. Yes, Alabama. Well, has Alabama has to has to win. Has to beat Auburn and uh, to. But if they lock don't, it in, if they don't, then they've lost. So you're right. right. One of them. Yeah. One of them will lose at some point. Miami, I think, has been a little bit disrespected in their rankings, seeing how they are undefeated and they got a little bit of their schedule uh, screwed up by all the hurricanes and everything with. Games that got canceled when they were up against rank op- ranked opponents, and when they end up facing them, they may not be as highly ranked or ranked at all. Right. But um, I, I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah, I don't. I that's true. They kind of got screwed on their schedule and the way things moved around. But um, I don't think they've had quite the strength. Well, no one really has had the strength of schedule. Um, as Notre Dame, I think they're ranked seventh now in strength of schedule. Yeah, no, they played some so, big games. They um, have. And, and the size difference is going to come into play. I real think quick, Notre Dame is, is just a whole lot. It, it, I kind of foresee it being, remember that uh, Auburn-Oregon National Championship game? Where Auburn just where, started Yeah, Oregon you know, was, was putting that? up 72 points on people throughout the season, and then you but realize, once, man, everybody on Auburn has 60 pounds on everybody on Oregon. And that, Oregon. after 45 minutes, that yeah, really starts to wear on people. Do so, they just eat better down there, or what? They eat better, they, they, they eat grow more fried better, food. Yeah. They, they hit better. It was, a different, it was better. a different philosophy, too, yeah. as far as what they were trying to do. What the offense on Oregon was trying to do. Oregon was arguably better conditioned, but what are you going to do when you got a sixty pound disadvantage just about at every position? Every position, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at uh, what well, Malik Rozier, the quarterback for Miami, what he can do. He's he can run. Unbelievable runner. Uh, he's a you know was he a freshman? Yeah. Um, yeah. They've got their running back Homer, who can also put up some yards. Um, Strong name. And then Amon Richards and Braxton Barrios are the two wide receivers I'm going to keep my eyes on because, mm-hmm. you know, that's where I think Rozier, yes, he can he can beat you with his legs, but that's also the strength of Notre Dame is stopping the run. Right. So Their you know, lines are big. Yeah. Yeah. And 
what I'm looking forward to is seeing what Rozier can do as far as getting into his right receivers. And if the, you know, the quarterbacks for Notre Dame, uh, Julian Love and Nick uh, Watkins can, can shut him down. Cause I think that's the only way that Miami wins is if they can put it over the top on Notre Dame. Right. Um, on the then, secondary. On the secondary. I think it, yeah, Notre Dame I has an advantage right. in They're every position. Run. Notre They're Dame, not going to run. Yeah, Notre Dame has an advantage in every position. Uh, offense versus defense. Defense versus offense. Like, whichever way you cut yeah. it. You know, Miami's not as good against the run. And you've got Josh Adams back there trucking 33. So Right. So about 11.30 Saturday night, we're going to know. Yeah, we're going to know. And it'll be, feel good when it's like 30. I'm guessing 38.20. What's the spread? Do you know? Uh, I don't know yet. Thirty-eight twenty. So mm-hmm. you think you got eighteen points on the U? I do. I just think over time, like you said, over time, wear them down. Fourth you're just quarter. gonna wear them down. The defensive line is going to wear down Miami's offensive line, and Rozier's small enough, and he's gonna start relying on his legs. He's a young guy. He's small, and he's gonna rely on his legs, and he's just gonna get uh, eventually. Who do you worn have down. this this last week? Uh, Vatek. Mm-hmm. I watched some of that game, and you know, Vatek's number thirteen. Last week was number thirteen. Number thirteen, and they were um, they were favored in that game. They were, but you know, Miami didn't have a whole lot of flash. I didn't think I didn't see anything that convinced me that they were really going to take it to Notre Dame. But hey, for the they U, had a couple. Turn- this is their season. Couple turn. They had three turnovers, I think, in that game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We shall see. Yeah. I'm excited. It'll be an interesting game. Yeah. Who who you pick, Rowdy? It's anyone's game at this point. At, at this point, yeah. <laughs> I think Spread odds is are 50-50. Notre Dame minus three. So at I'll take the that. U. At the U. Yeah, I'd take that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. All right, so that's all I got. My, two, my, my three predictions, Michigan State, Kansas, Notre Dame. Okay. Who's, uh, who the Poison Nets play this week? Uh, Sisters of the Poor. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even look. <laughs> Let me go. Ch- let me go check it out. I'll just say it now. They're gonna. They're gonna lose. No, they'll probably bounce back on this one. Urban Meyer. Did Urban Meyer go to the hospital after this last game? You know game he's only lost heart, like heart palpitations. <coughs> Sixteen games his entire career, or I something like that. that. Yeah. I mean, he was unbelievable at Utah. They got Illinois. They're gonna win. They're gonna win. <laughs> they're gonna win. Look out, Illinois. Oh, they're no. I'm sorry. They have Michigan State this week. Oh, and they got Illinois. Yeah, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. Yeah, I think they might just. <laughs> So. Yeah. Yep. All right, Rowdy, what do you got? Uh, I got a couple. Well, first of all, I'm going to sing the Benz, right? That's what we the decided. Whole the, the whole, whole thing? The whole. Oh, geez. I'll at least sing side, side A. Let me just yeah. get ready. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Keep them flowing. Um, actually, I've got a question. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was Jim Rome over right. here for a second. Yeah. So. Yeah, go ahead, please. Each of you. Uh-huh have the power to wipe a single team of any sport off the face of the earth out of existence. Oh, that means only one, all memories and history of this entire team is erased. Oh, geez. Who would you choose? Any sport, any sport, a single team. Oh, Jeff Gordon. Oh, he went NASCAR. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know yet. And it's, (sighs) Wow. I, I mean, it's just, if you got hate in your heart, let it out. But yeah. I mean, it's just, there are just so many teams. I mean, I, I, that's a tough So, one. first, I would say I'm not going to go with any college sport um, because 
They are a learning institution as well as a sport. Student athletes. That's right. Student yeah. first. Right. So I'm just going thinking pro. Hmm. So who am I going to go with? So question in this uh, hypothetical. Yeah, it's your Mick world. You do what you want. <laughs> okay, so the, the, pl- God. the players don't go away. The they pl- would just be living normal lives. So they, they just would never have never played? Oh, geez. The fan base would have no one to root for. They would just be, you know, doing So like thing, if I said the Chicago Bulls, Castle. then there's no Michael Jordan. Michael no, Jordan's there would still be a like, Michael Jordan. He'd just be like, like an selling, accountant or something. He'd be, play, or he'd be or playing baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. he tried that. He's like, I once sold 63 Chevys in a day. Yeah. Man, that's tough. I don't think I'd get, I, I don't know if I'd ever get rid of any of them. What? Yeah, I would, I think I'd rather get rid of players than teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I don't want to get rid of up your whole segment. No, all right. no so, I don't. So, yeah, so, I wouldn't yeah. do it because there's too much history within a team that. Right. Even if I don't appreciate the team. But what about the Steelers? I don't mind the Steelers. I got no problem with the Steelers. I don't like the Steelers, but, then you but don't the get, Steelers like, are a premier fran. I mean, the Steelers are a franchise. And, and I don't like and, Steelers fans. And, no. Steelers and, and, fans and are much thing. like Notre Dame fans. They're much like Alabama fans. They're they're insane. They travel well. Right. Yeah. And they're, if you got rid of the... They're completely irrational. Yeah. And if you got rid of the Steelers, you'd have no more Steelers fans. I think that's... That's possible. Let's move on to yeah, what? But then you yeah, wouldn't but then have, like, you wouldn't you have, have, have Terry Bradshaw sitting there. Antoine Randall. <laughs> Antoine Randall. Yeah, they may they may have found their way in this. You would have no Cordell dimension. Stewart. You would have no immaculate reception. You wouldn't have they, any slash. You All right. No so slash. let's move on to athletes then. If you could erase any athlete from existing, and that includes everything they ever did outside of their sport. So if it's Shaq, that means you don't get Shaq Fu. <laughs> that means you don't I would get never. I that, means, diesel. that means you don't get it's the a bad the, example. You, Who you, would get you rid don't, of Shaq? You don't, get yeah. the, you don't get the Shaq Fat Kid documentary series. I would get rid of. I got mine. I'm ready. I would get rid of Tom Brady mm. in football, mm-hmm. and I think in basket in NBA basketball, I would get rid of Bill Lambeer. Mm, no. Why? Disagree. I hate Bill Lambeer. Why? With a pad. He's dirty. He was on a g- couple great Piston teams, but dude was filthy. Mm-mm. He I... wasn't that good. No. He was just dirty. Grit. He was grit. He's got heart. He's Heinz... got a high basketball IQ. Heinz Ward might be another one. Oh, for no me. way. Dirty, you get one. Dirty blocks. You get one. So if you I only get one. Between... I don't get one per sport. So, no, so one oh, let me make sure I got this right. Anything they Chipper did out, Jones. Outs, oh. Everything. Maybe. Their entire yeah. existence is gone. Chipper okay, Jones I got mine. It's like, they never, I, it's like they never lived. I can't pick just one. Yeah, I, I, I have can't. too much hate. I got who, it. Who would your person be, though? Tom I got Green? mine. You, all right. All right. We'll Aaron Hernandez. Boom, I just saved like that's three lives. That's low-hanging <laughs> you fruit, welcome. man. Hey, you he didn't think of it. Hey, does, I this just include, say, does this include coaches? I just say... You know what? Yes, we'll say it Urban does. Meyer. Hmm. Why? He's filthy. And Urban how, Meyer has nothing no. but, you but know, convicts I might get on his team. He's Bruce a whiner. Bruce he lost Pearl. to Alabama What Tim team, Tebow's what last team year. He was at Florida when he lost to Alabama Tim okay. Tebow's last year when Tim Tebow's crying on the sideline. He had to go to the hospital with heart palpitations and quit because he knew that all of his recruits and, mm. and Florida was going to get in all kinds of uh, vacated wins and violations because he had like nine I don't think they convicted vacated felons any wins, on though. that team. 
Yeah, that's where Aaron Hernandez yeah, came Aaron from. Yeah, Aaron Hernandez, oh, wow. Percy Harvin, the Pouncey Brothers, mm-hmm. Tim Tebow, Religious Zealot. So do you think if we people. got rid of Urban Meyer, we wouldn't have an Aaron Hernandez, so then you get another pick? I just fear no. that if we got rid of Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow would have been on the Crimson Tide. That's my biggest oh. fear. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he uh, also, he was talking to some other team, right? Was it, was it Auburn? He was also talking. I don't about? remember. I, don't know, I remember no. reading something that Coach Saban's one of Cecil Coach Newton Saban's, didn't work out the same deal for him. Right. Coach yeah. Saban's biggest regret was missing on Jameis Winston. Oh. And I just thought, uh. Although you know what? The more I see famous Jameis in the pros, he doesn't he's, bother me. Yeah, so he's much. fine. He's all yeah. right. Yeah. He likes crab legs. Yeah. So mine would be if we're doing anybody. It would be Urban Meyer. I hate Bill Belichick, but he is the best coach in the NFL, and he's a genius. Yeah, I um, I wouldn't get rid of Urban Meyer just for that one picture of him after the uh, um, Big Ten championship game where they got hosed. Yeah, where he's just housing that Papa John's, that yeah. large Papa John's pepperoni pizza. Papa John's would Papa that, John's is not sports related, but I might get rid of Papa John's. Yeah, well, he can be. I yeah. mean, that guy's had some yeah. work done. Yeah. I can tell you <laughs> Ain't that. No doubt about his it. His yeah. face should not yeah. be that shiny. No. Yeah. Um, His face looks like a fresh roni. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. He is eating a yeah, just, pizza just, looking just up, by himself. Just yeah, sitting on the golf cart, house and a pizza, yeah. man. Yeah. You know what? You know I what? Actually, you get rid called... of Urban Meyer, you get rid of that picture. Yeah, called... And look at all the joy it, it just brought you. I eat actually, your pain, Urban. Eat your pain. I have a lot of respect for <laughs> yes, Ur- man. Urban Meyer because every time I'm, I'm sad and I come home from this podcast, <laughs> that's what I do. I just get myself a Papa John. And just, yeah, just go to town. Extra pepper and scenies. Yeah. Like, it's like, dance like nobody's watching. I guess. That's how I live. Smash that pizza like nobody's taking pictures. If I had to pick baseball, it'd be the Cubs. Oh, no way. No, you just get rid of too many good players. I don't, I don't know. um, Hmm. Man. Cubs fans are the worst. Yeah, but you're not just getting rid of the fans. You're getting rid of all of the records that the, any of those players had. You're getting rid of the carry. Getting rid of that 105 years where they didn't do anything. You're getting rid of Kerry Woods' uh, 20 strikeouts in a game. It's gone. That's crazy. I wouldn't do that. Well, but uh, that's you could why, do that that's for That's why I immediately team. thought, uh, well, I you would do that for I don't team. like the Yankees. I'll get rid of the Yankees. But I'm like, oh, they have so much history. I don't want to remove the history. It's part of the fabric of the, of the sport. So that's why I wouldn't remove. I couldn't remove a team. I could remove a player, or I could remove um, a coach, but I couldn't remove a team. Coach for sure. Yeah. Players, players are players, but coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think I'd Urban Meyer for sure. Nobody saying O.J. Yeah. Simpson. No, I mean I already saved lives. I, I said mean, Aaron well, Hernandez. Okay, you know what? I'll say, I'll I'll okay. O.J. Simpson is a good one. Have you seen the new Chappelle show stand ups? Uh yeah. Oh yeah. Where, where he where he builds his whole whole act around the four times or three mm-hmm. times he yeah. met OJ Simpson and <laughs> yeah. his manner. How dare you? How could you shake his hand? You know, how could you talk to him? He's a murderer. Uh ma'am, he ran for ninety five hundred yards or whatever <laughs> yeah. he said, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, OJ. Yeah. I mean, he's from hey, USC would be another team that I would consider getting you'd rid consider of. Because no. then you're getting rid of Marcus Allen. You're getting rid of Troy Polamalu. I think the only thing with you're getting with, rid of uh, chewing gum eating the the coach, um, uh, Carol Pete, Pete Carroll. Well, yeah. also getting rid of them big ass pants. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I mean, the only thing no, with OJ I is like, I wouldn't get rid of any college because they're a yeah. 
College uh, institution of higher learning. AU football. Oh, wait. Do they actually? I mean, play? it's basically. I mean, they're like, trying. They went, are trying went, to, to get school. rid of themselves. Yeah, I went to school there, and it was like they didn't exist. So yeah. I on, never. I, I went to that school for six years, and I never went to a football game. Yeah. All right, you got um, any other questions? Also, never ate in the cafeteria. I have a lot of questions. Really? Never. It's pretty good food. What? For real? Nope. Oh, dude. Never went upstairs yeah. and ate in the cafeteria all six years. Oh, you missed man. out, My first man. day of... Uh, I went twice. My first day of school. Turkey cutlet. <laughs> That's where it was at, man. Yeah. Turkey cutlet day. Did they, have, did they have gravy on it? Oh, Brown yeah. gravy? Are you kidding me? White gravy? It was turkey gravy, and it was fantastic. I, I, I was a cafe au lait, dude. That was before. That was when my metabolism was just like a hummingbird's, and I would mm-hmm. eat like when you were three turkey. If cutlets. you had had a catapult in your book bag <laughs> yeah. while you were in college, it would have been off the charts. They would have been like, "We can't read this. This yeah. is this says a, he's full this guy of gravy." Has eaten eight turkey yeah. cutlets. He had three Pepsi's. <laughs> and gone to algebra. He had, he had three That's his baseline. And turkey yeah. cutlets. Like, September. And, his yeah. baseline is and eight he turkey he's cutlets. Factoring equations at maximum velocity. He hasn't yeah. slept in six days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Your mouse hand would have been off the chart. All oh, that man. clicking you did in college, what's dude. Your, yeah, with all sorts of tryptophan in there, and you're still not falling asleep. No, nope. mm, it's crazy. Any I'd other just questions? Be up making prank calls. <laughs> prank calls. <laughs> Looking in the neighbor's windows. Yeah. Uh, I've got a lot of questions, but you know what? I'm going to save them for another time. Okay. And uh, that's all I got. That's it. Okay, well, uh, I feel like what's... this episode sounded awesome. Oh, it sounded so good. God, I hope so. We messed around with these settings for long enough. Rowdy, so. what's your sports week look like? Um, you going back to the cat, the cat bar? Yeah. No, we're doing. We're Next doing time a, you go, uh, call me. We're doing a <laughs> trolls themed birthday party this weekend. So, oh, yeah. oh dope. For yep. for yours or another? Both, both of ours. Oh, oh, it's Tando birthday. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Cool. Two Novembers, so I dig that. Very cool. Novembra. Reed, what's your uh, sports uh, week? Tide rolling against uh, Mississippi it's State. It's always the tide rolling. Hey, it's the fall. Uh, Mississippi State, I think, came in at 13, 17, something like that this 16, week. 16, I think. Uh, Is that right? So I'm going to watch that. I'm definitely going to flip at commercial breaks over to the UND game. Eight o'clock. Interested in that one, and I think the three thirty game this week. CBS Gary Danielson, my guy, is calling the UGA uh, Auburn game, so I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to watch that. I'll probably roll over to my buddy's Thursday night, uh, watch some action. Mm. Uh, caught some Toledo. Uh, caught some zips last night. A little Akron action. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been in. I've been enjoying watching action. So probably be all uh, college football this okay. weekend for me. No, no pros. Yeah, my uh, I think Oakland is Oakland on bye. Oakland's on bye this week. I just traded in fantasy for Derek Carr, not realizing that uh, he was on bye. But I still so got. Uh, I got to pick up a quarterback. I still got the goat. Yeah, you got Stafford. Yeah, I would roll with Stafford over Scam Newton. Dude. Well, both yeah. are for sale. Okay, well, you might be hearing from me. Yeah. So yeah, there's quite a few big games. TCU Oklahoma. Keep an eye on that one too. I got uh, Notre Dame Miami, and then uh, college college basketball. Finally getting started. Yeah. You know what I need to do? Not going to happen this weekend. But what I need to do is start watching some NBA. I agreed. I, I, I'm, I've I been slacking on my I'm NBA. Gonna watch NBA. I got burnt on the NBA because that year, what was it, two or three seasons ago, the Pacers were all the talk, and I watched 
literally like 62 Pacer games, and they just pissed it away, and it really Damn. burnt me. But yeah. I'm back. I think I am going to watch some pro ball this year for sure. Yeah, I can't get into pro ball though until about Christmas. That's what I yeah yeah. I I well, let the first about fifteen twenty games go. It's just about they're working everything 20. out. They're figuring out their lineups, injuries, right. trades, right. all that. Christmas time is Christmas, Christmas time. Is it good, starts. Christmas I mean, day is a good day to start watching NBA. Once all of college football goes right. down and like right. the playoffs is pretty much figured. The NFL playoffs are figured themselves you start out. NBA hockey. And then, I'm still ignoring anyway. Exactly. And then New basketball. Year's we comes. Focus you on watch hockey this year. Why not? I don't know how it works. Call up Mikey. I don't either. Why not? Call let's, up Mikey. We'll get Mikey in here. Yeah, let's we'll, let's learn hockey. Let's report. We need on another mic though. Yeah. We're gonna. Well, that's it. That's episode twelve. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank our production guru, Mikey, and the ball boy, Brandon Casburn. Hey, as well the, as... Who's our who's our ball boy? Scott Montgomery. Scott Montgomery, Scott Montgomery is the chief sponsor. In hot, yeah. If you like the show, head over to Facebook and give us a big thumbs up or share it on Twitter. Tell your friends about us. You can also find us on Instagram at sports, sports, sports pod. Email us at sports 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 pod at gmail.com with any questions headlines or topics you want us to discuss including your takes on the ravens and and what team would you delete yeah or athlete tell us us what team would you delete what what player would you delete and don't forget to rate us on itunes stitcher and now google play while you're there you can also subscribe new episodes will be out every thursday where we will ask how about some sports how about it yeah.